Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All righty, rocking and rolling, hour number two of our radio program. That's right, it is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. Jim Harbaugh, now the new head football coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Also in the last 24 hours, Dave Canales Signs on board as the new head football coach of the Carolina Panthers. But let's go out to the guest line right now and welcome in Sean Merriman, the former legendary Chargers linebacker, all pro, now a part of Lights Out Extreme Fighting. They have a new big card coming up on Friday, February 16th. Sean, always kind enough to join us right here on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Sean, my man, how you been? Appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Doing well, man. Just uh, getting through this craziness over here with, with all this new news. So they're all good. I'll tell you, like, you usually join us in studio today. You're, you're joining us via Zoom. When you come in studio, every time you leave, people around the office go, man, Sean Merriman still looks like he could play. Like, will you ever be in bad shape? Because you still look like you're in game shape right now. You know what it is for me, man? It's uh, it's consistency, right? I mean, I think that most people get up out of bed and they get a coffee and stuff like that. I get out of bed and I go straight to the gym. So um, I don't I don't know it any other way. And I'm almost terrified to find out if I don't do it, what might happen. So I, I, I keep my ass in the gym. What What is your like normal routine workout looking like right now? Yeah, I still hit the weights, you know, a couple days a week, three, four days a week. But also, too, obviously, being in a in a fight business and MMA business, I get a chance to spar and, and train with a lot of the fighters. Um, and to me, I, I think that more former athletes should pick up some kind of combat sport, right? I'm not saying to go take a fight, but I do think that all, all athletes should, when they get done, basketball, football, baseball, pick up some form of combat sport, man. It, it's kept me in shape. It's done wonders for me. Um, and I enjoy it. Sometimes you got to punch people in the face once in a while. What do you like when you get in and, and you start to spar? Like, ha- have you gotten like your ass beat pretty good or are you usually uh, just destroying people left and right? No, no. I, I Depending on who I'm working with, man. I've, I've been in there with some uh, some guys that's, that's a couple fights away from welterweight champs. I, I spar some guys a bit over wow. the top rank. I spar some guys at, uh, at Brandon Couture's gym, Extreme Couture, um, Black House in LA. I've, I've been all, you know, if you ask you know, a lot of the, uh, I guess, fighters in different industry, boxers and, and MMA, they'll they'll tell you that I'll go and I'll spar some guys. But I do it strictly to stay in shape. I am by no means ever trying to get back in there and, and fight for real. But I do think that uh, it's important to just have some kind of discipline once you get done playing. Now you're trying to find, like, the next great fighters. We'll talk about Jim Harbaugh in a second and the Chargers, obviously. Sean Merriman is here with us. Has there ever been someone that says, I should be a part of, of lights out extreme fighting, or I should get this fight. And then you say, okay, l- let's go spar. Let's go see what you got. And if I'm impressed with you from there, then we'll give you an opportunity. Does that happen like often with you? 
it's a it's a former football player who was thinking about fighting. Um, and he played for the Chargers. I won't throw him under the bus or whatever, but he wanted to fight. And I said, hey, have you ever sparred? He said, no. I said, well, you're not ready to fight yet. So he wanted to spar me. I said, look, go spar somebody else. Go get some real work in and, and come back. And one day we can spar and let me know if you want to fight after you have some sparring sessions. And yeah, I went in there and uh, I took it easy on him at, at first. And then he kind of got serious. And then, you know, obviously I had to go and, and – uh, Things got a little turned up, let's say that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's happened before. But for the most part, man, I, I just enjoy promoting and being behind the scenes and and, uh, and 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 growing these other fighters' brands, man. Like we got we got some real up and coming superstars. I think this car we got on Feb February sixteenth. We'll have a couple guys that leave and go to the UFC right after this fight, or maybe take another fight or two with us and leave to the UFC. So for us, man, that it's been really cool to grow them and, and get behind them and promote uh, a lot of these up and coming guys. Talking to Sean Merriman right now. The big news dropped last night. Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan, joining the Los Angeles Chargers as their next head coach. Uh, what was your initial reaction? It was about damn time. I think that that was my initial reaction because we all knew, you know, not only who the Chargers wanted, who the fan base, the Chargers fan base wanted, but also, too, what Jim Harbaugh wanted to do. He's been talking about Justin Her Herbert pub publicly for some time now. You know, his uh, affiliations with the Chargers um, you know, he's expressed interest of going up to the NFL level again. And, you know, everything's happened in Michigan and what do you want to even deal with that or deal with the headache of it? You know, it was it was a perfect time. So, yes, it was a win for the Chargers. No, no doubt about that. But it was also a win for Jim Harbaugh. Like you're walking into a situation where you can come in and win now. You know, he's he's turned he's turned organizations and programs around that haven't had half the talent that the Chargers do. Haven't had a quarterback like Justin Herbert or Cannon Allen or, um, you know, Bosa, Khalil Mack. I mean, you can go across the board or, or Derwin James on how talented this team is, and you're walking in the door and you be able to drive this Ferrari right away. I mean, that that doesn't happen too much, too many times. And the Chargers were the best team to miss the playoffs. And it wasn't because of talent. It was because of leadership. It was because of coaching. Couldn't, you know, uh, couldn't get them there. Couldn't lead them to the promised land. So, you're walking into a talented team. It, it worked out best, in my opinion, for not only the Chargers, but Jim Harbaugh as well. And that's the biggest thing. You get an adult that is ready in the room. Like, nothing against Brandon Staley. He didn't have the leadership skills, and he did so many questionable things that the locker room, even if they didn't turn on him publicly, internally they had to turn on him, and they had to realize that for the time that he was asked to be the head coach, he just wasn't fit to be the right guy for that job. No, he wasn't. And look, I hate to say guys gave up because you, that's a blanketed statement, right? But when you let a team score 60-plus points on you, there had to have been a good number of guys that gave up. And they gave up because they, they just didn't play for the coach. And that's what it comes down to because if you respect your coach, if you believe in your coach, even if you don't like him, if you respect him, you don't let anybody put up 60-plus points on you. So that was a big part of that. The second part of it is, you're right, Brandon Staley just could not – uh, live up to that position. And, and the more and more, cl the closer it got to the end of his tenure there, it was more apparent that he wasn't the guy. Firing back off of the media, can't answer straight questions. Uh, his inability to change and make decisions on the fly. Those things you have to do as a head coach. He wasn't suitable. He wasn't suited to be in that position. It was it was more apparent at, apparent at the end of the day. We know that Jim Harbaugh, that's the opposite issue that he's going to have. We know he's walking in. He's going to get guys to play for him. He's going to get guys fired up. He knows how to turn around. I mean, what he did with the San Francisco 49ers, they, what, missed the playoff seven, eight times, uh, seven, eight years before he got there. They were, what, five or six and ten when he, when, when he got there. It was like 
he he made an immediate impact. And by the way, with half the roster that the Chargers have. So we know, just speaking from his past and his history and what his history tells us he's able to do, that he knows how to work with quarterbacks and he turns uh, organizations around pretty quickly. Sean Merriman here with us. Yeah, I'm excited for two reasons about this hire. Number one, he's going to be the guy that gets the best out of Justin Herbert. But then number two, everyone right now is chasing Patrick Mahomes. And we all look outside of the division because the division's been so bad and been so inconsistent like, now you look inside that division. Sure, the Raiders hired Antonio Pierce, but they don't have a quarterback. Sure, the Broncos, they have Sean Payton, but they don't have a quarterback. Now you get a great head coach to compliment someone that I think is a great quarterback. It makes it fun, and it gives the Chargers down the road an opportunity to maybe take that baton away here and there from the Kansas City Chiefs. It's no doubt about it. And that's one, one thing that everybody, including the fans and everyone around, have to not overlook. Stop talking about Super Bowl. Stop talking about the playoffs. Be the best best team in your division because the best team in your division currently is the Super Bowl champs. And so you have to go out and win the division first before you start talking about playoffs and anything else. Uh, that's how you get beat. But I'll tell you, just the uh, press conference or just what uh, Jim Harbaugh put out about laying out the groundwork, I can tell you that that his mentality isn't, oh, we you know come in and win a Super Bowl because I got Justin Herbert and some of these uh, stars on the team. His his mentality and just talking and hearing his words, his him, about him being enthusiastic and some of the things that he want to do, he's willing to come in and lay the groundwork, and that's to be one and zero, right? One and zero, two and zero, three and zero, and then so forth. That's the attitude to have, and anybody because you have a big name coach. And I want to say this because when the coaching hires were happening, you got Bill Belichick and all these other people. But oh, we get Bill Belichick, we can go win a Super Bowl. It doesn't work that way, right? It just doesn't work that way. But what Jim Harbaugh does and what he what he does for you. It's put you in the best situation to be the best team in your division. And I think that that's why they made that move. Talking to Sean Merriman right now. Get into the games uh, this weekend. Let's start with the AFC. I'll be in attendance for that Ravens-Chiefs game. Can't wait for it. Lamar Jackson up against Patrick Mahomes. What do you think is ultimately going to determine who goes to the Super Bowl out of the AFC this Sunday? Uh, right, right now, I just... It's going to be a great game no matter what. Um, Patrick Mahomes would never be a walkover. Travis Kelsey and Andy Root would never, those guys would never be a walkover. Chris Jones never a walkover. I don't see anybody beating the, uh, the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens right now. Just not only, forget the talent, forget how Lamar Jackson is playing. I'm talking about the brand of football that these guys playing on both sides of the ball. You know, they're, they're attacking that. Their mentality uh, is, is next level. They're, the physicality that these guys are playing with, those inside linebackers that they got are the one two, best one-two tandem in football. And it's resonating throughout that locker room. Look at, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson's post, post-game com- uh, comments and his conversations. When Even when they ask him about the Super Bowl, even when they ask him the bigger questions, he is focused on the next game. He's focused on the next game. And so he hasn't been like that in the past. Talking to Sean Merriman right now. Um, Also moving over to the NFC. Brock Purdy has become polarizing. Um, I don't know if it's fair or not, but it's either people look at him, they say he's a good quarterback, or they say he's a game manager. I know he did not play great up against the Green Bay Packers. He was bad for the first three quarters and when needed to. He did what he needed to do, and he secured a victory. I'm just wondering, you having that defensive mindset, you playing at an elite level in the NFL. Like, if you were in the Lions locker room this weekend, how would you view as a defensive player Brock Purdy as a quarterback? Well, well for one, let, let's not uh, overlook the fact that he got weapons, right? Um, and we're we're so used to goading somebody or say that they suck off of, a, off yeah. of one year. 
right? I mean, we, it, that, that's the worst thing that's happened in sports. Somebody have a big year. Now they're the best players all, all time. Well, they didn't have a great year. Now, they, now they're terrible. They shouldn't even play in the league. And we've gotten to that point now where we're starting to crown or decrown somebody depending on how that moment goes. It's just too early for Brock Perry. He's playing, yes, he's playing great. I mean, he's leading it, I think, five or six different categories in the NFL when it comes to quarterbacks, somewhere in the top five or whatnot. He's up there. Uh, they got a great staff and wide receiver with Debo and Kittle, and they run the ball well. You know, uh, two great defensive ends and Fred Warner. They're loaded. But if anybody's sitting there saying that he's, he's only good because he got weapons, that's the most ridiculous statement to make. That's a, that's a pat on the back to Kyle Shanahan. That's a pat on the back to John Lynch. That's a pat on the back to these guys who built this team up. And so if you want to criticize him for being surrounded by good players, what are we playing the team game for? Well, you know, what, what are we playing the team game for? So you, so he's not that good because he got weapons. It just, it just doesn't work that way. But I need, I, I, before you start judging a quarterback, especially in this league, I think there needs to be a good three or four year period before you kind of put that stamp on what he is. Do you think the Lions win this week up against the 49ers? You're picking the, the Niners. I, I picked the Lions to go all the way before the season. Did you and, really? And just, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Uh, absolutely. And I said that because of how they how they uh, finished up last year. I'm a big fan of two things helping momentum, right? And, and I think that the way they finished up last year, the way those guys were playing, that it was just going to roll over into the season. I called it when they had Kansas City early on in the season. They played them. I said they're going to beat Kansas City, and they did. People can go out and say they didn't have Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones or whatever. They were still winning that game because they're that good. Um, I think that for the San Francisco 49ers have been a little exposed this year. I think that, you know, whether Brock Purdy was hurt, head injury or whatever he had, though that on that three or four game losing streak that they had. Uh, but they, there's been some holes that you've seen with San Francisco 49ers this year. Uh, with the Detroit Lions, there's not as been many holes. Even the games that they lost, they were still in. They were never really dominated as much this year. Um, also, they have the same kind of mentality as the Ravens. They are very physical. They're the, the phys physicality that these guys play with. And we're not giving Dan Campbell enough credit, man. Like this dude came in and instilled a mentality in a whole organization, in a whole city, in a short period of time. Think of how long this organization went uh, with just that dark cloud, that shadow. And all of a sudden, one head coach comes in here and got everybody believing. Aiden Hutchinson and these guys talking the way they're talking after the game. Everybody believes now that they can go out and win. And that comes from the top. We just talked about Brandon Stanley when he was, wasn't was capable of doing. Coaches matter, and I don't care what people say. And they, I really do believe that the Lions have a real shot this year. He is Sean Merriman. Make sure you check out Lights Out Extreme Fighting. You can watch it on Fubo Sports. And they got a big card coming up Friday, February 16th. And uh, as always, Sean Merriman, great to see you. Thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate it. You got it. Thanks for having me. There you go. Sean Merriman joining us on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, we will take a timeout. We have connected with Blake Corum, the legendary Michigan running back. So we'll go from one guest to the next. We'll be continuing to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers getting Jim Harbaugh as their next head coach with a man that knows Jim Harbaugh extremely well. The legendary Michigan running back, Blake Corum, joins us in five minutes on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 